You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hey everyone, welcome to session 10. I am so excited for you guys to listen to this session in particular because I believe that this is a place in business that every single person goes through. I don't think there's anyone, no matter how early or how far along in business you are, that is not going to relate extensively to this episode, which is all about how the hardest part in business is often when you start showing up consistently and putting in the effort, but the result hasn't fully shown up yet, right? So we talk a lot about that. We talk about stacking strategies and not shifting them. We talk about important questions to ask. And again, I just think this episode is incredibly, incredibly relatable. So take a listen, find yourself in this, see what you can you know, take away from this if you've been there. And it just is a good reminder of how far you've come or if you're in that right now, I really think this will serve so much. So looking forward to you guys listening and thank you as always for listening, for supporting me, for supporting Rachel and for being here. All right, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. It's been... um. It's just funny. I think the last week has been kind of like everything's great and everything's like hard at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's definitely the duality of, of life that both can kind of exist at the same time. Oh my gosh, totally. Well, I mean, especially where our world is, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. And I'm definitely feeling that on like the big scale. And then you know, just personally, it's been a little rough. I, with my first daughter, I had postpartum anxiety and this time I'm, I'm getting like prenatal anxiety. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, and I have a therapist and, and it's, we're working through it and all of that, but I think it just really hit me this week. I'm at 30 weeks. There's 10 weeks left before this baby's coming. Like it feels like there's so much to do. Mm -hmm. Um, so I got very overwhelmed at the beginning of the week, but on the the plus side, I have so much more time now because my colleague came back from maternity leave, so her I gave her her clients back. Yes. <laughs> it's just been like night and day this week of actually having time and almost not not knowing what to do with myself now that I have time freed up. And honestly, it's um, I've taken a lot of naps this week just because I think I needed the rest. Yeah, <laughs> so totally. So that was good. And then I also took a half day last Wednesday and then took Thursday and Friday off completely last week. And I got so much done for Blissful Budget. And it was so great. Like everything that I that was sort of lingering out there, like following up with old leads and um I don't know. I can't even remember what else. Like getting a jump start on content. It was just so, it felt so good to be able to have that time and space last week just to focus solely on Blissful Budget and, and knock some things out that had sort of been looming. 
I love that. I also really love the nap piece because I feel like that's so part of what we've been talking about a lot too is like Mm -hmm. caretaking yourself there. So I feel like that's just like beautiful that you gave yourself that, right? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was hard the first day I did it. I I was really tempted. I thought like, oh well, I could be working, but I just knew that's what I needed. Mm-hmm. And and I felt so much better afterwards. Oh my gosh, so good. Okay, so tell me a little bit about kind of what's coming up in terms of the overwhelm. Is there anything that uh we can sort of dive into there or what feels present? Is that more like the life stuff? It's a lot of life stuff like wrapping up planning yeah. for this baby to come. But also, you know, on the blissful budget side of things, I've been showing up consistently and doing I my know, stories you did it every, every day. day. So, I'm really excited about that and I've also like what I'm offering now in my stories, I'm calling it oh gosh, now I have pregnancy brain kicking in. <laughs> It's called uh, Minute Money Tips. Yes, I love that. And so I'll give like a tip about money and then I'll plug the free call at the end of that. Um, So that's been really good and I've been getting good feedback and and some conversations going in DMs, but nothing has turned into a call yet. So I'm trying to... I know it's only been probably what, like really a week Mm -hmm. of doing that consistently. So it's, it may not happen overnight. But, you know, I think with the overwhelm, I start to put pressure on myself like, oh, God, these calls aren't coming in yet. What, What else do I need to be doing? I love how Rachel opened this that, you know, things are feeling hard and great at the same time. Because what I find to be true is that when you can realize that all of business, well, I mean, really all of life, right, is a dichotomy of like, it can be hard and easy. It can be hard and great. Everything gets simpler in a way because we're not trying to make it so black or white. We're really finding ourselves in that middle ground and that dichotomy of, it can be hard and great. So she was like feeling a bit overwhelmed and anxious and she had a great week. She's taken more naps. She's had more time, like all good things, right? And so business is always going to be like that, like a new level for you or a new opportunity for you or a new strategy for you might feel hard and it might be amazing and huge and great and all of these things, right? Or the unknown might be stressful and you might still feel really good where you're at. Like there's just all of these places where two things can be true at the same time. And what I find to be true over and over again is that when we're able to hold both as true, instead of being like, well, because I'm anxious, I didn't have a great week or because I have a great week, I shouldn't be anxious. That's where we get ourselves stuck right? That all or nothing thinking is so tough in business and it's really hard to move forward with it. So just beautiful to see Rachel being able to hold both of those, stepping out of that all or nothing thinking and letting it be hard and great at the same time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, (laughs) I have good news and bad news. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The good news is I think that you're doing amazing. Like I'm so proud of you for doing that every week. I think especially like in context of like you're managing your anxiety, you're managing not mm-hmm. sleeping very well, right? Like you're managing mm-hmm. all this stuff. So like I think you should just give yourself like a massive amount of credit like to be able to go from like not doing them at all to be like I showed up every day is mm-hmm. really incredible, you know? Thank you. Thank you. 
The bad news is you're at the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is the freaking worst when you're finally like really showing up and then the results don't come right away. Mm-hmm. There's nothing harder. It's way easier in many regards when you're not showing up because it feels like there's a reason. Right. You know, it's like, well, I didn't even like get on stories this week. So when you're (laughs) like, I did all these follow-ups, I got on stories every day, I showed up more than I ever have, and I didn't book a call is like the the hardest by far. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely feeling that. Because it's like the effort has been put in, but the output hasn't come out on the other side. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I just say that to normalize that because I think that that's really the phase every single person goes through at some point in their business where they're in that time frame where they're really feeling like they're putting in the effort mm-hmm. and it hasn't turned into anything yet. What comes up yeah. for you there? No, it's good to know that I'm not the only one, <laughs> you know, because I think it's easy to to see things online and to hear people's stories of like, oh, my business grew in a month or two weeks or whatever. And so it's just reminding myself that this is normal and you know I have had I have had two calls so far. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there's been nothing but And you got a client. And I got a client, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know there are it's not like I've gotten no results in the last couple of weeks but yeah, I mean it it's definitely I feel like I'm in that frustrating place of like I'm doing what I'm supposed to. Why <laughs> Am I not seeing more yet? Mm-hmm. Totally. And s- some of it is l- literally not any more complicated than like you just keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And some of it is like, let's look at the specifics. Like, so you're getting outreach. How can we turn those into calls more? Like we can mm-hmm. dive into some of the details, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's also just like really helpful to not make it wrong because this is where a lot of people trip up. Mm-hmm. is they'll yeah. do it for a week and then they're like, see, <laughs> right, wasn't even worth it. You know what I mean? I'm teasing a little bit, but it's how we yeah. feel. It's like a real feeling. Like I said in the intro, I think that this is a super relatable time for Rachel and her business because the hardest part I ever see people go through in business is when you're putting in the effort, but the result hasn't shown up yet. So Rachel's like, oh my gosh, like I finally am nailing it. Like I was consistent for a whole week with stories. I've been putting out my content more, like all these things that she's been working towards, she's kind of nailing now, right? But (laughs) when the full results of that haven't shown up yet, this is the part in business that a lot of people don't make it through, to be perfectly honest, where they show up consistently for a length of time when the result still hasn't shown up. It is such a mindfuck and it makes total sense why she's feeling that tension there. And I feel like every single person that has been there has felt that as well. I can think of many times in my business where I have struggled with that. I can think of almost every single client I've ever had that has had a point in time where they struggle with that. But my point here is just to really normalize that. Like, of course that's hard and it doesn't mean we stop, right? So if you're finding yourself in that place, whether you're at the very beginning of your business or entering a new phase or a new level or a new pivot, 
just a reminder that if you can get through that middle ground where you stay consistent even when the results haven't shown up, it is so beautiful what is on the other side of that. But really watching your mindset and cultivating that practice of staying in it is going to be the biggest factor that allows you to get through it. So check in on that for yourself this week in your own business. Again, this is so, so normal. So if you are there, you are not alone. Definitely. And I mean, I know I'm going to keep doing it and I know it will pay off eventually. It's just, yeah, it's, it's I think the initial frustration of, of like doing my part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that feeling super arduous to do that part or is that getting easier? No, it's getting a lot easier actually. And it's fun. I feel like now that I've sort of given myself a, a lens, like given a, a actual thing that I'm offering every day, it's made it easier than like, oh God, what what should I talk about on stories? And I even put out a question on Monday, like, what do you guys want to hear tips around mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. I can, you know, get some ideas from the people who are following and engaging with me. And and that's been another piece that has felt really good is I'm getting good engagement. I got really good engagement this week on my social posts um, that I shared in groups because I gave more like action oriented mm-hmm. posts where there was something for them to do like a journal prompt or a meditation. And I got really great feedback. So like, I feel a lot better about that piece and that there is conversation starting and happening and there is more engagement. Whereas I think before when I was doing content, it would just be crickets all the Mm -hmm. time. So that feels good to get actual engagement again. I mean, I hate to break it to you, but it sounds like it's kind of (laughs) working. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's true. I know our brains hate that, but it seems like it might be working. So Rachel's having some amazing things happening. Conversations are starting. She's getting more engagement than ever. She's getting outreach. She got a client. She's doing her stories daily. All of these amazing things that we've been working toward. And so from my perspective, and I'm sure listening from all of your perspective, it's like, oh my gosh, it's working, right? But when you're the one in it, it's so hard to see that sometimes. I think, again, it's that all or nothing thinking that we can get stuck in sometimes where it's like, if I'm not full with clients, it's not working yet, right? And I'm just saying this in context of Rachel, but I really do mean this for just about everyone. We really do engage in that all or nothing thinking sometimes where it feels like unless we're full or unless we've hit that income number we want or whatever that is, that it's not working. But what you really have to do in business is look at all the little signs along the way that says it is. Those conversations starting, that engagement going up, that outreach happening, your consistency staying intact. That is what has to happen before you're full, right? I often look at it like the people, you know, that have, you know, a massive amount of weight to lose. It's like, how are they going to lose it? They're going to lose it one pound at a time. But if every pound they lose doesn't feel good enough because it's not you know, that big number, they're going to stop every time. If they celebrate every pound, they're going to keep going because every pound feels like it's getting them closer, right? So every piece of engagement, every conversation that starts, every piece of outreach, every time you're consistent, I really want to encourage you 
to see that as evidence that it's working and that you're one step closer to your goal instead of it feeling like it means it's still not unless you fully achieve the goal. So I hope that's helpful context. I know everyone goes through this and just a reminder to find and look for and stay locked in on the ways that it is working and the path that you're on to get to what you want. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely true. I guess, you know, I, I wonder, should there be like, I don't know what's, what's the balance. Cause it's all about building relationships too. So I try to reply to every comment I get and I don't want to be, I think this is where the, some of the feelings around sales comes in mm-hmm. of like, I don't just want to pitch somebody from one comment they've posted, but like one person I've been having a conversation with in in DMs and she's getting a lot out of my content and I feel like, okay, maybe now's the time to kind of push her towards actually getting on the phone and talking to each other. Yeah. So one little reframe I want to give here that I think is important is I feel like it's almost like we're asking her to walk the plank or something. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> yeah. Versus being like, hey, you're getting so much out of that co- the content. I would love to chat with you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it can be that simple, right? Mm-hmm. What, what What's making you laugh? No, I think it's just the walking the plank. Yeah. Was it feels true. Because, <laughs> yeah, it feels really true. It's like, yeah, that is sort of how I had it framed in my mind of, like, you know, getting on a call with me. <laughs> It's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's just, it's, she'll walk away with a lot of value at the very least. Right. So. Right, right. And she's wanting that value. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know what I mean? She's there. She's showing up. She's consuming it. Like, she wants the value. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also think that's really the beauty of a free call. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it, it feels like a, a va- very valuable high-level kind of offer to make that's not just like, hey, are you ready to pay me though? Right, right. <laughs> you know, not that there's anything wrong with that either, quite honestly, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a nice lead-in. Yeah, yeah. I I really like the free call and I think, you know, I have the evidence that people get a lot of value out of it and so I know it's a really great offering. So that makes me feel less like I'm making her walk a plank because I'm offering her something that I know is really going to be helpful to her. And then maybe she'll convert into a client after that. Also, I feel like sometimes people almost like need our permission to take us up on that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They can almost feel like, oh, but like, I don't want to bother her or like, you know, I don't know, like if I really should or does she really want me to take her up on this free call. Like there's so many like weird dynamics that can come up there. So the more vocal you are about it, the more like they can take it or leave it, but at least the permission is there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's interesting to think about too. Cause like, I think about this one person, like she started out just commenting on posts and then she's, she's started DMing me and we had a conversation there. So it's like, little baby steps, you know, that <laughs> she's been taking. Yeah, so absolutely. And people kind of need that permission sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you know, just as much as like we have to give ourselves permission to just like ask them if they want it, sometimes they're almost waiting for that. Like she might be thinking, well, sh- we've talked quite a few times in DMs and she's never mentioned the call, so I probably shouldn't take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's just as easy to make the case on the other side, you know what I mean? 
So this conversation around the woman that Rachel was engaging with in DMs is really important because so often we feel like, well, they know about the caller, they know about the offer, so I won't say anything. And in my experience, it's almost always the other way around. People need permission to take you up on a call. So if they're engaging with you and you can say, hey, I would love to get on that call with you. I'm not sure if you've seen that offer, but like that would be amazing if you want to chat. They're so, so, so likely to take you up on that and to have been waiting for that, right? I think that it is very natural for people to feel like they don't know if you really want them to take you up on something free. Like, should I really take up her time? Does she really even want that? Like, maybe I'm not the right fit. All of those things go through our head on the you know, client side just as much as they do on the coach side. Like for Rachel, she's like, well, I don't wanna ask, I don't wanna bother her. You know, she's probably already seen it. She can decide if she wants it. Like notice how we're both just keeping each other stuck a little bit there. And so the way through that is to just be the one who asks, to just be the one who says, hey, I'd love to serve you on this. Of course, they're totally empowered to take it or leave it, but that permission to take you up on the call is wildly shifting. So I highly recommend if you are in this position, give people permission, tell them you wanna talk to them. If you're engaged in personal dialogue, be straight up about the fact that you'd love to work with them, love to talk to them on a call and watch what a difference that makes. That's true, yeah. (laughs) Which is helpful to see. So yeah, like I think, Give me, give me a little bit of an example of that conversation there, and we can talk about how to transition it. The conversation that we've had so far yeah, yeah. on DMs. Yeah. I mean, it's usually, you know, I'll post something like last night I talked about savings, and she sent me a note like, oh, my gosh, this was so helpful. I, I never know how to save for unplanned expenses. And then I got back to her, you know, and said something like – just shared about how, like, yeah, they – they can just pop up. And so it's really great to have a system in place around it. And I'm so glad this was helpful to you. That was just sort of like, you know, one snippet, but sort of every day I posted something, she's replied to it. Mm. And so we've had a similar little back and forth like that. Yeah. So next time she does that, I think you might just be like, like, I'm loving this and I'm loving our connection. Like it would be so cool to get on my free call together. Are you open to that? Okay. Yeah. I like that. And then she's either going to tell you yes or she's going to say no and tell you why. And either way you win because you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's very true. You know. that, But that's mm-hmm. amazing. Like I think like it's so fucking hard when you're in it. So I'm not making light of it. But like you've started convos. Your engagement has gone up. You've gotten a client. People are responding to you. People are watching. People are DMing you. Mm-hmm. Like everything that needs to happen to get to the clients is happening. Okay. That's good to like. That's a good reframe or a good, what's the word I'm looking for? Just good reassurance yeah. that I'm doing. I'm doing all the right things. And then what usually happens, and this is the hard part, is like once it all comes together, you're you'll be like, oh, that happened so fast, <laughs> right? But when you're in it, you're like, this is so painfully slow. It's awful, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. like. What, when you look back and you're like, oh my God, I remember those two weeks that I was showing up where things were shifting and it just didn't feel like it. And then it all mm-hmm. came together so fast. Like that's usually how it goes, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you're in a, you're in a tough season in a lot of ways. And 
mm-hmm. it's working. Mm-hmm. Like both, kind of like how you said it can be great and hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is definitely. this. It's great and it's hard, right? Yeah, it definitely. It is. It is both. <laughs> Do you feel like the question for you that is present is like, am I doing the right things? Do I need to do more things? Like what feels like the question that you keep sitting with in this, like in between phase, let's say? I think in between, yeah, I keep sitting with, should I be doing more? Like, I think I put on the questionnaire, you know, do I need to be sending out a newsletter more often? Or should I be running a challenge? And I think, you know, what what has been my pattern in the past is I'll be doing something and then I'll think, well, this isn't working yet. So what else do I need to create Mm -hmm. and and put out there which isn't necessarily bad but I also think sometimes it can distract me from what I'm doing consistently that will end up working eventually so that's sort of you know what else do I need to be doing anything else or I mean I feel like I feel a lot better right now just with the conversation we just had Mm -hmm. but I think that's sort of the question is like what else do I need to do Well, here's how I would look at it. And, you know, you tell me if this feels good or really frustrating. (laughs) Mm -hmm. More is always more. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like, that's like, there's never, it's never a bad thing to do, to add something on, let's say, right? Mm -hmm. However, (laughs) where that goes wrong is that then we stop doing the other thing consistently. Right. So what I always say to my clients is like, don't do more if it's going to take you away from doing what you're doing. Right. If you know you can do exactly what you're doing and you're positive, you can add on something else. That's great. Like that's never a bad thing. Like we don't necessarily want to make that wrong. It's just the idea of like, where does it fit and, and making that work for you. So I feel like that's sort of where we're landing with this, which is like, you've been super consistent. You could just keep doing this and it would be totally fine. If you feel like Mm -hmm. this is easy and now that she's back from maternity leave, I have space for a little bit more, like we can definitely move that needle, but it just has to be like a stack versus like Mm -hmm. a shift. That's where everyone screws it up. Does that make sense? Something I talk to clients about all the time is the idea of stacking versus shifting strategies, right? So we stack them. Like we do one thing really well, then we stack another thing on top of it versus we do one thing kind of well, but then we switch and we do another thing and then we kind of come back to that thing, right? It's the difference of like, are we building a house of cards or are we building a rock solid foundation, right? So the stack versus shift is just a really good little thought (laughs) container to use when you're deciding what to do next in your business. So if you're like, well, if I do this, I'm fully shifting my strategy, really decide if you want to do that versus, well, I can add this and keep all the consistent strategies I have going and stack it on top of it. I will tell you that the businesses that I have seen grow and grow really sustainably are always stacking, right? They're doing one thing and then they're keeping consistent with that thing while they add more. My business has entirely been built on stacking strategies and that's why things are so easy for us now and flow so much. If you're always shifting them, you're always restarting the momentum, restarting the process, 
recreating consistency, all of those things that take a lot of time, energy, and effort. So I'm not saying you would never shift or pivot. I'm just saying in the general course of business, really looking through the lens of am I stacking or am I shifting? And do I have really, really, really good reasons for that is so, so important. So take the time to ask yourself that question this week. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's what's been the problem in the past, you know, is I'll shift instead of just adding something. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is you're always stop starting, right? Because the momentum never compounds from there. Right. Mm -hmm. So what, what feels true around the time thing? Are you like, I think I just want to keep doing what I'm doing for now or? I feel like I have a little, like I definitely have more time and one thing I was thinking about is running a challenge again. Yep. Because I feel like that's something I could just stack, you know, yep. because it is it's going to be content that I'm already going to have to to create anyway, so I could just create content or repurpose content from one of my old challenges. And and I do have like I ran one last year that was pretty successful and I think um, like right when I first started the business, I ran a challenge that got a lot of engagement. So the great thing is I already have existing content that I could probably just easily tweak, you know, and, and slightly change. And so it wouldn't be that much added extra work. And it would sort of be something that, well, I'm already going to be doing content. So a challenge on Instagram is really easy. I love it. I think that's the perfect answer then. Does that make sense? Where it's like, yeah. I need to do a gut check. Do I have the time? Does it take away from what I'm already doing? Do I have a way to make it easy? Like all of those things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I think you're saying like 100%, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't feel overwhelming. Like if I if I was like, oh, I need to create a course. Like I can't – I don't have <laughs> the bandwidth to do that yeah. at this moment. Yeah. But like a challenge, sure. Yeah, that's, that's easy and it's fun and, you know, something I can do in addition to what I'm already doing. And it's repurposed, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. I'm into that. So um, what was it on? Remind me. <laughs> now I can't even remember. That's okay. What did I do the last one on? It was around the holidays, so it was a, it was around saving money, and like I think it was a five day challenge, and it was like different actions you can take every day to save more money, and it got a lot of engagement. Um, and each day there was something actionable, which I think was really helpful. I love it. That's amazing. And I think you can tie that to the conversations you've been having, which is like, you know, I really believe in saving, but I also believe in investing where you need to, blah, blah, blah. But this challenge is just going to focus on like how you can do a little bit of saving each day. Like you can really tie that Mm -hmm. into the conversations you're already having, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like I can look at it through this, you know, the framework that we created and, and some of the messaging that we created to make it a little more specific to entrepreneurs too, without having to do too much work to it. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing I want you to see too, that's really important is like, even with the challenge, like there still needs to be consistency after that. And that's like Mm -hmm. the value of what you've gotten in the habit of now. So then when the challenge finishes, you're not like, okay, bye. See you later. (laughs) Right. 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 Mm -hmm. You're like, okay. Like, so if you want to stick around, like I'm due money 
or a minute money tip every day. Like, mm-hmm. make sure you follow. Da, da, da. Like, you're in a position to keep that momentum going, keep building that relationship, keep that ongoing value, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I had, you know, I had my sequence set up before where, you know, after the challenge, I was inviting them onto a free call. So I already had that framework to, to invite them. And I mean, I don't know, I could probably plug that every day of the challenge too. Yeah. But I necessarily have to wait till the end. So look at you. Yeah. Um, Yay. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Me too. Me too. This is just like a little side note, but I've been doing this, so I just wanted to like mention it. You know, you can always pre-record your stories too. I was going to ask you about that because right now <laughs> I I don't think I'm doing it right. So I mean, this is super technical, but yes, how can I do that? <laughs> Say what you mean by doing it right. Well, I mean, just like very technically, I'm getting on Instagram oh. and like clicking on it and hitting the record button and then typing, you know, out the overlay on each yeah yeah so it's taking I mean it doesn't take that long but I was wondering if there was an easier way I mean that's definitely the way to do it like when you're getting on every day but like so personally for me like I love doing client lessons but like I do see a lot of clients so I'm like not always like jumping on every day but Mm -hmm. I'll like when I can I'll just record videos in one minute clips okay um, on my just like on my iPhone camera, and then Instagram will let you upload a, a sixty second clip, and it'll split it into the four. Okay, and then it's just like that. So like um, that's just a helpful thought too for even um, the challenge or for uh, marketing the challenge or even for like when you have the baby or any of those things. I just want to like mention that because sometimes that's an easy little hack where it's like. I think we get so invested in the idea of like, oh, but it has to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like my team was like, you're wearing the same shirt every day. Do you want to change? And I was like, no, I literally don't care if people know that I'm pre-recording <laughs> it. Like I, yeah. it, we don't have to do it any specific way, right? Yeah, yeah. That's really good to know. And that that makes me feel better. And Also, I've been thinking about ways that my VA can help when I am on maternity leave and I'll probably only take a month off of blissful budget. But like if I can pre-record some content that then they can go on and post to stories for me during that month, that would just make my life so much easier. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay, cool. And I think that's always just like a good question. Mm -hmm. And that's always questions you can bring to me too. But like anytime you're like, this feels like super hard. Like what would be the way to make this easier? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's just always a worthwhile question. And sometimes there is an answer and sometimes there isn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's just always a helpful question to be willing to ask. Like this feels really hard. What would make it easier? A question I'm always asking in my own business, in my clients' businesses, is what would make this easier? <laughs> right? So if something is feeling really tough for you or really hard to execute on, that's when we tend to shift, like I was saying before right? We're like so quick to shift the strategy versus can we just ask what would make this easier? (laughs) And it sounds so simple, but I will tell you that I find way more often than not, there is always something else we can do. Like for example, the pre-recording stories conversation, right? 
it was feeling hard for me in my business to record those client lessons at the end of every day because I have, you know, clients to answer in Basecamp and I want to end my day at a certain time. And so I was just able to go, this feels hard. What would make it easier? Oh, okay. That's so obvious. I can pre-record client lessons right? And it's such a small thing, but it would have been so easy to just shift that strategy. Like, okay, we're not going to share client lessons anymore because forgot it. It's not like working for me. Mm. That's not true though. What wasn't working for me was just when I had relegated myself to doing it. And so what I'm really encouraging Rachel to do here is just continue to ask that question. If this feels really hard, what would make it easier, right? And sometimes we can't, sometimes we do have to give it up or whatever, but more often than not, There is always a way to make it easier. We just have to start learning to look through that lens. So I would definitely ask yourself that in your business this week and use this as a staple question moving forward. If this feels hard, what would make it easier? Yeah. Okay, so good. All right, so what do you think date-wise? What do you mean date-wise? For the challenge. Oh, for the challenge. You're fine. You're fine. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Hold on. I'm looking at my calendar. I was thinking maybe the week of the 20th, because that gives me a week to kind of look and tweak, or the 27th um, at the end of the month. Um, I feel like either of those two weeks would probably be good, and I would just do it. I would do a five-day challenge, so that would be the content for the week. I think that's fine. I would just say, like, you want to get on promoting it, like, ASAP. hmm Yeah. Just for the purpose of, like, making it worth your time pretty much. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. we want to be promoting it just have, – have the time we spend promoting be just as much, if not more, than the time we spend, like, needing to create it, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Then I might do it the week of the 27th just to give me time to also write, like, the promo yeah, post. I think that makes that sense. For it, yeah. Okay, I'm writing that down. And there's nothing that says, like, you can't do it. It's not like you're having the baby then or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you you <laughs> yeah. definitely are fine to to move it by a week, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, if we were in August, that might be right. a little tricky. But <laughs> I think we're hopefully still in the safe zone. Our baby's not coming. Yep. Totally. So. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's do that for sure then. Tell me one thing that's coming up for me, and I don't want you to have to redo any of the challenge by any mm-hmm. means, but – I do know that like something we've talked about is that sometimes when you talk about saving money, then confusion is created in terms of, well, so then should I invest or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just curious, is that something that's already part of that? Is that something we could add into that? Like what comes up for you there? It's not already part of it. Well, actually, I'm trying to think back. I think in the last challenge I did, it was – kind of part of it but more less about investing and more about like should I start a 401k or you know that sort of or an IRA or that sort of thing um so I think there is room to have a to have that become part of the challenge a little bit more and I think even saying like I you know part of my job is that I help my clients figure out how they can make the investment in me work kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's just going to be a huge opportunity for you really ongoingly that I want to make sure we keep paying attention to is that when you're putting out the context of like how important savings is, we're just not doing that in spite of 
why it's also important to work with you, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> what comes up for you there in terms of how to like load that into the challenge a little bit? I think what's what's coming up is more, you know, because each day is so there's kind of like a take action kind of piece. Mm-hmm. I think figuring out, you know, what is the action around that? I mean, I guess book a call with me <laughs> and work with me, but also, you know, maybe it's something around mindset around around making an investment in a in a coach or in your business or in yourself because I think that's sort of where what it really comes down to with people is it's more of a mindset thing than a than an actual, you know, money thing with investments like that. I mean, listen, you can give them a journal prompt, but I would absolutely yeah. have it be book mm-hmm. a call with me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think for a couple reasons, one, I feel like that's they need to hear that explicitly. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. Right? Like people need to hear like this is your next step. This is the best step if you're in this challenge and you're needing support. This is exactly what you do. Like that puts you in that expert position, but it also creates mm-hmm. like just an explicit step. But also yeah. I think it's a really great edge for you to push mm-hmm. <laughs> where your Definitely. tendency would never be like, your step is to have to book a call with me kind of right. Well, not have to, right. but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. What comes up for you there? It feels good. It also feels – I mean, it's definitely, it definitely pushes that edge for me, but it's that edge that I know I need to push. And I feel like it's been getting more comfortable for me because I have been plugging my free call every day in stories, and I have been putting it out there in, in groups and stuff. So it's getting less and less uncomfortable for me, and I feel like this would be a really good step, mm-hmm. you know, and a really good challenge for myself to push myself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I love that. Do you feel like that mindset is shifting there a little bit or is it just getting more comfortable or like what would you say the story is that feels present there now? I feel like my mindset's shifting around it. I think, you know, it's probably not fully shifted yet, but it's getting it's getting a lot easier. And even when we talked about, you know, the woman who I'm talking to in DMs, like Offering her a call now feels a lot more natural than maybe even a few weeks ago. You know, I love it. Yeah, so good. Okay, cool. So yeah, I would definitely make that step. Book a call with me for sure. Is it five days or five days? Okay, cool. Yeah. I love it. And this is like really a an opportunity to get your VA support as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And you know, I have. I've been utilizing her, but I still, like, I had hours left over this month that rolled over. So, like, I have time with her and can definitely ask her to help out with this, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I'm going to, like, tease you a little bit there, but, like, I think help out isn't even quite the right word. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Like, run it. (laughs) Run. Yeah, yeah. Help me run it might be uh, (laughs) a better way to describe it, like, where you're going to show up for the videos or whatever. But pretty much other than that, she's going to run with it. I love that. (laughs) Yes. Feels pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, that feels really good. Do you feel like she's in a place where, like, you could hand that over? Is there anything that gives you kind of pause about that? No, I think she's in a place. We're still – we've been working together a month, so I feel like I may just need to 
manage it a little bit sure. more because this is the first project like that that we would be working together. But like with content, I feel totally confident just giving her my content and she picks photos either, you know, from free photos or from our library of images. And like, I feel totally confident giving that to her. And so this, I feel confident, but I just think I would be a little more, just be reviewing stuff before it went out a little bit more, you know, than, than I am with some of the other content. Which I think is totally a worthwhile thing because Mm -hmm. then, Ideally, you wouldn't have to do that again in the future. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, like yeah. it's like an investment and in like I might do it this one time, but it wouldn't be, mm-hmm. you know, have yeah. to be something I do again. Yeah, definitely. So good. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you'll give yourself a couple weeks. I'm just looking at a calendar. A couple weeks mm-hmm. to promote it, run it the 27th. Do you still have like a landing page for it and everything? Yes, I do. Well, now I need to go back and double check because I did switch my um, mail, Mm. my newsletter system, and now I can't remember if I did it in my old one or my new one. But the content's there, so I can easily have my VA recreate it if I need to. So good. Awesome. Okay, so any other questions challenge-related? Don't think so, but um, I may – I mean, I'll definitely run it all by you in base camp because I'd like your feedback. Yep, absolutely. No problem. And I think like probably like your messaging has maybe even changed a little bit since then. So mm-hmm. that's always good to yeah. to think about yeah. too. You know what I'm saying? Like where that's where redoing something can be so useful because like you have all of the stuff there. So you're not building from scratch, but you can see like, oh, I've gotten so much more results oriented since then or so much more specific here or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of are getting the opportunity to almost like perfect something instead of just build it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So good. Okay. What else is going on? So on the newsletter side of things, I usually put out a newsletter monthly. Honestly, the last... I. I probably took two months off. So I, part of what I did with my time off, I sent out a newsletter and just felt really good about it. Like got it out there. I plugged the free call and the podcast in the newsletter, um, but also sort of, it was kind of like a reset. It was sort of like, this is where I've been and this is where the world is. Mm-hmm. And so it was just kind of a general update newsletter. I found it funny. I had a few people unsubscribe probably because I was very clear about where I stand politically. Mm. That's (laughs) always a good thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good thing. So just, you know, I don't know. Monthly, it has always felt really manageable, but I don't know if I should be doing it more often. And because I haven't really been posting to the blog lately, I've just been writing content for social just because that's what I can manage at the moment. And that's what's working. I don't really have like weekly content to point them to, but I do have like the month, the um, money minute tips. Uh, So anyway, I guess this is a roundabout question of, do I need to be sending it more often? You know, do I need to be communicating more often via newsletter? Or is this something if monthly is working, just stick with it? Well, here's here's what comes up for me is I feel like there's no downfall to more because you really do have more content. Yeah, yeah. So it's more like you're just showing up with that content in their inbox. It's not like you're having to like quote unquote write a newsletter. 
Mm-hmm. Like what I'm picturing is your VA helps you and like downloads one of the uh, money minute, uh, mm-hmm. minute money, whatever, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like which way does that go? Uh, one of the minute money tips and like downloads it, embeds it in an email and highlights what you said there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That might get people more used to then following you on Instagram. You're still giving value in their inbox. You're staying top of mind or like a post that you wrote that like people seem to really like. You just like have your VA grab that and put it in an email, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I think what we're really looking for is what are the things that don't necessarily add to your plate but still can get done? And I think that's that. Like maybe you do the you write a newsletter once a month still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the rest are just little touch points like that. What comes up for you there? I I love the idea of having this as a project that my VA can work on because it it's great because I have already created the content. It's just up to her to download and, and highlight and then I can review yep. it and we'll send it out. And that makes it seem so much – I guess sometimes I forget that I've hired this VA. <laughs> I have so much I can give her so much more and yeah I mean that that's the point of having her is for stuff like this so it's helpful to see like okay I can take this off my plate and let her handle it and and then it's getting done and I can still stay consistent with the things that are you know working what we're really looking for is like how do we like make use of the effort you're putting in basically, Mm -hmm. right? So it's like you're putting in the effort of showing up on stories every day. Like how do we make more use of that? You're putting in the effort of putting out content every day. How do we make more use of that, right? Mm -hmm. You're also getting data, right? Like you were noticing that those tips that you gave, like people really loved that last week and Mm -hmm. um, in the written content as well. Like your VA could literally just throw that in an email. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I love that idea because it is – I think that that makes me feel like I'm able to do do more and make use of the content mm-hmm. more without adding a whole lot to my plate. And I think, you know, that's been something I've been thinking about is like, okay, how do I repurpose some of this content yep. in other ways? And I think that's a great way to do it. Totally. And a really good thing to like kind of get in the habit of, I, I guess, is a good way to say it now. So that like in September, mm-hmm. your VA's already got that unlock kind of, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're not like trying to like text her and be like, well, can you set up a new, like, <laughs> da, 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 da. like, no. Like she just like, no, you just grab that video, you put it in here, you do that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And quite honestly, by then, you're going to have a ton of written content too. So for that whole time mm-hmm. you're gone, she could be posting pre-recorded videos, repurposed content, and just still keeping a newsletter going. Yeah. I mean, that feels so good because I think I was – like we even had a call yesterday and she asked me about maternity leave and I was like, I need to get back to you on what I need (laughs) help with for that. (laughs) So this is so helpful because I can actually go back to her now with like, okay, these are some projects and let's get started now. So we're in a good groove by September. Yeah. That's really like, you just said it perfectly, like in a good groove. Mm -hmm. That's really what we're looking for here, which is like, she doesn't even need to like 
not that you wouldn't be happy to talk to her, but she doesn't even need to talk to you while you're on maternity mm-hmm. leave. Like, yeah. it's not like yeah. you're having to reach out and be like, oh, can we do this this week? And what about this? And did you, can you send this email? And it's like, she knows, like, whatever the day, I'm just making something up. Like, on Fridays, she goes in and she pulls whatever the money minute tip that got the most views or, or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. She, downloads it she puts in the email it goes out like that kind of flow is going to be so useful to you for that time off so that you're not having mm-hmm. to engage in like ways that you just simply don't need to yeah yeah definitely. of course if she has a high level question or whatever that's a different story but like you could really set it up where nothing came up in that sense you know Hmm. Hmm. yeah that feels so good i think you know and being able to get her started now so that she's in that place where I can take September completely off and, you know, unless it's something really big, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't need to be worried about it. Mm-hmm. What was her kind of question there? Like, she was just wondering, like, what you would need from her or? Yeah, yeah. Because right now I really just have her doing content and then doing some stuff on Pinterest, like, you know, reposting things and pinning things mm-hmm. to the Pinterest board. and. You know, right now I only have her at five hours a month, but I feel like I could easily go up to 10 hours a month, you know, once I add some of these other items. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it'll just be so worth it. <laughs> it'll help so much. Well, especially when you're on maternity leave, I think 10 hours mm-hmm. a month is just an absolute no-brainer for you. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. You know, maybe even a little bit more, give or take, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. But so, so worth it because it's like you really could just not miss a beat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even call uh, promotion could still be going out. It's just that they're scheduling it for like later in October. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's the great thing is that, you know, that's all automated anyway. Mm-hmm. So they can they can still schedule a call with me. It just won't be in September. Right. So I think you're in a – you know, like a really ideal position there in a lot of ways as long as you get her on board Mm -hmm. with that sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Is she available to go up in hours, do you know? Yeah, she is. Okay, that's good. So, yeah, it's very good. I would definitely just reach out to her and be like, hey, (laughs) here's what Mm -hmm. I'm thinking. Like, you know, give her that, give her that context now so that you Mm -hmm. feel like fully supported with that. And honestly, some of this stuff might actually bring down some of that overwhelm too. Yeah, I think it will. It feels good. Like, it feels good just talking about it and knowing that, like, oh, yeah, I've got a VA for a reason. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I can offload some of this now so that, you know, I'm not, I'm not feeling overwhelmed now. I'm definitely not when the baby comes. Mm -hmm. Another, like, useful little thought here, and you tell me if this feels good or awful, but you know how right now you're kind of, like, just posting a story every day. Mm-hmm. You could almost get in the habit of every time you do that, you just stay sitting where you are wearing what you're wearing and you record another one minute thing that gets saved to your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that way, by the time that comes, you know, say you do, I'm just making a number up, but say you do 25 stories between now and baby, mm-hmm. probably more actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would have 25 videos sitting there. <laughs> That'd be great. 
And that's so easy. Right. And it's way simpler. Like, that's why I'm, like, a big fan of, like, I just pre-record them now more so because I'm, like, Mm -hmm. I can, like, sit there and bang out three, which feels totally different than, like, every day Mm -hmm. having to, like, do one kind of thing. And so if each time you do it, you're making double use out of it, you're really stacking Mm -hmm. the deck. But, like, I know you don't have big chunks of time. So we're not necessarily, like, when are you going to sit down for three hours (laughs) and record 30 of them? Like, no. But it's, like, can we just double up there? So a really important thing that we're focusing on here is to add to the visibility and prep for maternity leave without adding to Rachel's plate, right? So that means repurposing, VA delegation, doubling up on story recording, all of the things that can add to the visibility and preparation without totally adding to Rachel's already very full plate. And so this is really relevant for you to think about whether you're taking maternity leave or a vacation or are just looking to expand in your business without always adding to your plate. And where I see people get really stuck with this is they think it always has to be them. They forget that they can repurpose old content, that they can delegate to other people, or that they can find ways to make this super, super simple versus it just always feeling like more. So of course, we are adding quote unquote more when Rachel's doubling up on her story recording, but that's so minor compared to waiting until right before maternity leave and trying to spend a whole day recording videos, right? That is a way that doesn't make sense to add to her plate. She doesn't have hours and hours of time blocked like that. She doesn't have days to do this, right? So it kind of goes along the lines of like, what would make this easier that we were talking about too, right? It's just that idea of how can we add without adding a ton of work that just doesn't make sense. So for you, if you're feeling like, strapped with time or content. How are you repurposing? How are you delegating? How are you doubling up on the things you're already doing, right? If you can ask yourself those small questions all the time in your business, it will get so efficient. Like one example for me and my business is these clip-ins that I record for the podcast. Like I have to set up my podcast equipment. So I space it out so that I'm recording a lot of clip-ins at once. It's when I'm already set up recording for something else and I'm not like taking it up and down and like redoing that process all the time, right? I'm trying to be as efficient with it. I'm doubling up on it whenever I can. And that really makes a difference. Yes, it's only saving me a few minutes of time putting the podcast equipment up and down. But if you think about being on season three, I've probably saved myself a very, very considerable amount of time over the course of my business. So. It's little things like that that can make a huge difference coupled with the repurposing and the support. So I really want you guys to think about that in your own business this week. Like what can I do that adds to say my preparation for a vacation or to adding more visibility without adding these huge chunks to my plate, okay? Beautiful, I hope you guys love that. I hope that helps you. I know that's helped me a ton in my business and I hope it does the same for you. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's that's so easy. And it's funny because I've been doing stories. Um, it's like bath time is a good time because my husband handles that. Mm. And so I just I usually because it's nice out, I'll sit on my porch and do the story real quick. And and it would be so easy to just record another one while I'm sitting out there and it's quiet. And, you know, I know 
that I have that time. Um, and then also now that I have, I've also blocked off time, like we talked about last week of, you know, for calls. So I also now have that call time where if I don't have a call right now in that time frame, like that's a great time to record yeah. and do stories too. Yeah. So. I love that. So good. Yeah. I mean, I think that's so cool to see where you're like, for the whole month of September, I could literally have all my stories done. Mm-hmm. I love that. That makes it feel so easy and doable. Mm-hmm. And not that it's like, you know, I think something really important to say is not that that's like the most important thing in the whole world. It's not like we're like, you may not go on maternity leave unless you don't have <laughs> stories built up, you know? Like, right. we can make it work no matter what, but just finding those mm-hmm. simple ways to do it now is really useful because ultimately I think that takes down a lot of the stress. You're not sitting in the question of like, do I have to show up for this or what will I do? Or like, what mm-hmm. if, you know, the business doesn't get promoted at all? Like, it just takes away all those questions and that's really what we're looking for. Yeah, yeah. That feels really good and – um it does. Like, it already lessens the the overwhelm and also, like, the question mark of, oh, God, what do I need to do to prepare to ma- for maternity leave? Like, mm-hmm. okay, this is a, a good thing I can do every day, and I'm not – it won't be, like, August 30th, and I'm sitting there like, oh, God, I've got to record all these videos. Yeah, that <laughs> is, like, the last thing on earth you want. So it's just yeah. nice to – and I feel like it – it really gives you that comfort every day when you like, again, it's just like you sit there for a minute and record an extra thing, but you're like every day you feel like, oh, I'm like setting myself up for this maternity leave. I feel like it mm-hmm. really is comforting. Yeah, it is. It feels really good. Amazing. Okay, cool. So um, let's get started on that challenge. I'll put some stuff in around kind of outsourcing to the VA, all that kind of stuff. You can send me the challenge document stuff in Basecamp and we'll go from there. Sounds good. Beautiful. All right. Keep me posted. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to aliduplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.